friends. Hey, and welcome to The Process, the podcast. I am your hostess, Ebony Ishea Holyfield, aka EEH. And today we are talking all about legacy. I'm super excited about this subject because it is something that is dear to my heart, being that I am very passionate about creating legacy and maintaining the legacy that my family has worked so hard to create. However, as you continue to evolve in the process of life, you recognize there's some things that you have to ditch and some things that you need to add to your arsenal to make yourself a bit more powerful. So I am eager to share with you some of the knowledge and the information that I have accrued over time and that I'm constantly building upon to create the legacy that I aspire to see in life. So let's just jump right into it. What is legacy? According to Webster, legacy is a gift of money or personal property. It is something given or received by an ancestor or a predecessor from the past. My personal EEH definition of legacy is a series of intentional stepping stones laid down and established for future generations with the hope of going higher. Now that we have a clearer understanding of what legacy actually is, let's get into the why. Why legacy? This is a two-part answer for me. The first part of my why is because of the reason why I started this podcast. I've shared before that I created the process, the podcast, because I am a part of a legacy as we all are, but I personally did not know how to duplicate and or maintain the legacy due to me just not fully being exposed or grasping fully the process. And what I mean by the process, I speak of the necessary sacrifices, the patience needed, the work ethic, the blind faith, and the resilience that goes into creating a lifestyle that over time will be transformed into a legacy. Whether we want to have a legacy or not, we have one. Something is always being handed down to us from the past. Now, please note that legacy goes both ways. Legacy can be comprised of healthy or unhealthy manifestations, or more than likely a mixture of both. That mixture may show up as a series of poor health decisions, um, healthy self-esteem, silence, millions of dollars, a strong work ethic, emotional trauma, patterns of infidelity, fear, abundance, or prosperity. But one thing is for sure, something is always being handed down from one family to another, one friend circle to another, and ultimately from one generation to another. However, the beautiful thing is we are all creators, and that means we all have a choice. We either choose the legacy in life we've been given 
or we make a conscious decision to build upon it, rearrange some things, eliminate things, and essentially recreate our legacy. So now we've established that we all have a legacy currently, and more than likely, it is filled with a mixture of habits, lessons, epiphanies, miracles, and manifestations. All aren't unhealthy, and all aren't healthy. So if your MO is legacy like mine, then it's now time for us to take responsibility for our lives and start digging into our bag. We're going to go deeper and unearth, unravel, explore, and examine carefully what's in our legacy bag. I have some great questions that are going to help you to dig deeper and figure out what your legacy has been. And I'm going to also share with you some questions that will help you understand what you want your legacy to be. But before we get into those gems, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into the why of legacy. Identifying the why is so important because when things get tough or you find yourself still doing the work years later, yes, I said it, years later still doing the work and you haven't reaped your ripe fruit yet, your why will always be what grounds you. Your why will be the anchor that always keeps your spirit confident and at peace. Your why will be your secret power that allows you to keep pushing in the midst of the process. Everybody is going to have a different why, so you're going to have to do the work to figure out what is your personal why. But let's ask that question again. Why is legacy so important? And according to Forbes contributor Glenn Lopez, legacy represents your body of work and wisdom to contribute to growth, innovation, and opportunity, both in and outside of the workplace. I believe that healthy legacy is an opportunity for your life to not be in vain or solely for personal gain. Legacy is a for sure way for you to impact your children, nieces, nephews, grandchildren, friendships, employees, mentees, mentors, and your inner circle. With a healthy, forward-moving, high-impact legacy, you have the opportunity to change lives for the better and create a ripple effect of blessings and joy. Legacy is important to me because you get an opportunity to give your loved ones a chance to step up and experience life from a more elevated vantage point. Imagine your loved ones making it all the way to the top of a mountain and you get to have a different perspective than you had in the valley. That's what legacy means to me. You are able to gift those who stand beside you and behind you with resources, knowledge, experiences, and access that will transform all who's connected to them for the greater good. Glenn Loplis also mentioned that legacy is not bound by age or time served. So that means it's never too late or too early for you to evaluate and get serious about your personal legacy. For many, leaving a legacy is associated with the end rather than the beginning or the next phase of one's life. Glenn says your, your leadership is not shaped and your legacy is not defined at the end of the road, but rather by the moments shared, the decisions made, the actions taken, and even the mistakes that you choose to overcome through the many phases of your life. 
I feel like that part is really, really worth repeating. So I'm going to say that again. Glenn says your leadership is not shaped and your legacy is not defined at the end of the road, but rather, this is the important part, but rather by the moments shared, the decisions made, the actions taken, and even the mistakes overcome through the many phases of your life. That is so important to me because I think that sometimes we operate with a closed fist. And when you operate with a closed fist, there's no way for you to be focused on the moments that you're sharing. You can't share with a closed fist because you're keeping everything to yourself. So as you learn how to build in your company, as you learn new techniques that prove to create healthier habits within your children, when you're learning more about your financial freedom, why not share that? with your brother and your sister and your friends so that everybody can build upon the new knowledge and the wisdom that you've attained so that each generation can get better. When Glenn says the decisions made, decision literally means to cut off all other options. So an issue that I've had in the past is that I've been super indecisive. It took me a long time to come to a decision. And as I continue to study successful people, they're not afraid of making quote unquote wrong or bad decisions. They know that a decision has to be made. So they do the best they can with the knowledge that they have currently. If they do have some time to research it, they of course will do that, but they don't allow too much time to go by without making a decision. So that is very important as well. Next, he says the actions taken. I don't care how much planning and prepping and plotting that you do. It means nothing if you're not taking any type of action step. What good is an idea if it just lives in your mind? You have to do something with the information that you've been given, the ideas you've been given. You have to exercise that muscle and create some type of action. And so then lastly, Glenn says, the mistakes overcome through the many phases of your life. Once again, I said successful people aren't afraid to make risks. They're not afraid to quote unquote make bad decisions. They learn from those decisions. So through the mistakes that we overcome, we learn from it and we share those lessons with other people. All of that is super important. So I would advise you to rewind that part and continue to listen to that over and over until it's deep in your spirit. One thing that I'm learning for sure is that life is a reinvention process. So if we are reinventing, we must first evaluate what has come before us. I told you earlier in the podcast that I have some questions for you. So now is the time that we're going to dig into our legacy bag and discover what we will keep and what we will throw away. Here are a few questions to ask yourself that will help you identify what your legacy has been thus far. Ask yourself what has been the ongoing theme of your family or your personal actions. I like to say if you could choose a song that would be the perfect soundtrack to your life story, what would it be? That exercise may help you identify your theme. Number two, what do I love most and appreciate deeply about my family history and actions? Number three, What do I dislike most about my family history and actions? Number four, if I could sum up my family's ongoing actions in one word, what would it be? Number five, if I could describe my family's energy in one word, what would it be? 
Number six, if I could change the patterns and the history of my family, what changes would I make? Number seven, what is your family's mission? Number eight, do I feel prepared for the next level of life based upon my family's history and or actions? Number nine, how have I been hindered or hurt through my family's history or actions? This goes for emotional, financial, relational, sexual, energetic, and mental hindrances. Keep that in mind for all of the questions. Number 10, how have I been blessed and supported through my family history or actions? As I said earlier, I ask these questions because it's important to know where you've come from in order to understand where you're going or why you're changing directions. So I don't want you to be so hard on yourself based upon the answers that you pull out of these questions. It's okay if these answers aren't roses and rainbows. If you don't like what you see, change it. You have that power and you're worthy of that change. If you like what you're you're pulling from these questions, applaud it and multiply it. It's just that simple. Now that we have a better idea of what's been happening in our past concerning legacy, let's explore what we would like to add to the legacy and or keep in our legacy. Here are a few questions to ask yourself that will help you get your reinvention process rolling. Number one, what would you like to gift your family with while you're alive? This can include how you would like to gift them emotionally, financially, spiritually, intellectually, whatever that looks like for you. And family includes, of course, children, nieces, nephew, godchildren, mom, dad. It can be your community, your state. It can be a close friend, whatever type of impact you would like to have. Number two, what would you like to gift your family with even after you've passed away? Now, let me say this. We will not live forever. It is a fact. You can't be afraid of the truth if you are serious about creating a healthy legacy. I just said that just in case some people felt like it was morbid of me to be thinking about what I would want to be happening once I pass away. But that is a part of legacy. It's about what's continuing on even when you're not here any longer. So we have to face the facts and be prepared for it. Number three, what would you like people to say about you once you've walked out of a room? Number four, what lessons and wisdom would you like for your loved ones to have a clear understanding of? Number five, what firsthand experiences would you like everyone in your family history to have? Number six, what is your desired mission for your family? Number seven, what do you want your family's work ethic to look like? Number eight, what do you want your family's mental health to look like? Number nine, what do you want your family's conversations to sound like regarding sex, finances, family, religion, etc.? You fill in the blank. Number 10, how do you want your loved ones to feel? Literally list the adjectives. For example, the type of EEH legacy that I'm creating, my family will feel fulfilled, purposeful, beautiful, happy, accepted, 
abundant, seen, heard, and cherished. Okay, so now based upon your answers, you should have a great start on developing a clear picture of what you want your legacy to look like. Once you've identified your current legacy, present day, mind you, and now you've added upon it or subtracted from it or totally recreated it, now you're ready to write it down. Write your legacy down on paper. Have it before you as your mission and motivation for daily inspiration. Now that we have our legacy written down on paper, I'm sure you're assuming that we are done. It is complete. It's a done deal. However, this is the entire purpose of this podcast because there are some next steps that perhaps we just didn't know. We felt like once the legacy was written down, we could move on. However, This is the work part of process that a lot of people don't share. So now that you have your legacy written down, it is now time to ask yourself if you're really ready to roll up your sleeves and match your actions to what's on that piece of paper. The process of legacy looks like showing up for yourself and your future daily. Your healthy form of legacy won't show up if you don't first show up. So I encourage you to now not only show up, but to show out. Lean into the fact that you can create whatever you see in your mind and what you feel in your heart. You and your loved ones are reaping the fruit of your current legacy, whether you like it or not. So why not be intentional about it and make it more abundant either way? You owe it to yourself and you are worthy of your best. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope that you gleaned from these gems that I've given you and you're ready to do the work. If you know a friend or family member that this episode in particular would be of service to, be sure to share it with them. And also go follow me over on Instagram at the process underscore the podcast. And I have more gems over there for you. We have come to an end and I feel like I still have more inside of me concerning legacy. So maybe I'll do another episode down the line if that's something that you all are interested in. If you have any more topics or things that you would like to dig deeper in in the future, feel free to send me an email and we can make that happen. My email address and any further details on how you can contact me is all in the details portion of this podcast. So go take a look at that. Friend, I want you to know that I'm super proud of you for taking the time and the energy to listen to this episode and for gleaning these gems and being willing to apply them to your everyday life. That's what the process is about. We're all a work in progress and I want you to know that I'm doing the work as you are as well. And so you're not in this by yourself. We're in this together and I'm committed. Until next time, I love you for listening and cheers to legacy that is healthy magical and worthy of our happiest tears. Have a beautiful day.